Welcome to this brand new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. This podcast is hosted by Mark van Horek and myself, Elias Krum, and brought to you by Marketing Guys, the MarTech agency based out of the Netherlands. Welcome to this new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. And today I'm delighted to have Bob Regnerus with us. So that's a, a difficult last name, which shouldn't be too difficult for me, uh, given the <laughs> fact that it's... <laughs> that it's a, a Dutch name originally. So Bob Ragnaris, he um, is the co-founder of Feed Stories, uh, a digital marketing ex- expert, and he's written a couple of book, books on Facebook advertising. So welcome, Bob. Could you please introduce yourself? Yeah, it's so good to be here, Elias. Yeah, we discovered that um, even though I am a uh, American living in the Midwest here in Chicago, uh, I have family roots and DNA uh, tied to the Netherlands, so it's it's good to kind of talk with uh, somebody that shares some things in common with me. Let's just say that. Um, really good to be here. Yeah, I I've been in digital marketing now for 20 plus years. Um, the the gray hairs in my beard are uh, experience, not age. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, digital marketing has just been something that uh, I've been a part of for a couple decades. Uh, started my career as a programmer, uh, so I'm, I'm kind of a programmer by trade and uh, entered into the internet world back in 1998, built my first e-commerce website, and the client that I built it for, who is still a client, by the way, um, asked me how to get traffic to their website. And I, uh, like a good entrepreneur said, I know how to do that when I had no idea how to do it. (laughs) Um, So that started my career, uh, my career learning path, as they say, in terms of how do you get traffic to websites? And uh, I have been involved in paid, uh, paid media for my career. I never really gravitated towards organic or SEO. I, I, I like the Uh, predictability of paid traffic, you know, pay a dollar to make a dollar or pay a dollar to make $10 is really what we want to do. Uh, I like that. So I've been involved in Google AdWords over the years, uh, the early pay-per-click engines, but really in 2013 is when I settled in on Facebook advertising and uh, really developed a a skill for that, helped a lot of clients uh, make a lot of money, become famous and all those things. Uh, using uh, Facebook as their platform. And yeah, I just recently wrote a book uh, with uh, Perry Marshall called The Ultimate Guide to Facebook Advertising. It's in its fourth edition. It's, gosh, I think the series is now 11 years old. And so um, I'm honored to be kind of the next primary author of that book and take it over here in its fourth edition. And uh, sales have been fantastic. We've gotten great reviews. It's available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble and other places. And um, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about some additional stuff I have probably later in the interview. Absolutely. So that book, and I'll I'll share a link to the book in the show notes, so people will know will know where to find it. Is absolutely a bestseller on Facebook advertising. So you're an authority on Facebook advertising. Today we're gonna talk about a pretty hot topic in Facebook mm-hmm. advertising. Um, Namely, um, the iOS 14 edition. So the new iOS 14 that came out recently has d- done some, let's say, um, at, well, it, it, it made people start wondering, you know, what, what, what do I do now? What's, what's the effect going to be on my Facebook ads? So could you explain in general what, what the iOS 14 is yeah. about and why it is 
affecting so, Facebook ads. <laughs> so kind of when the adults fight, the kids get uh, the kids get in the way. Uh, yep. the, the kids are affected, right? So uh, our 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 big daddy and mommy, uh, Apple and Facebook, decided to kind of have a fight. Uh, Apple has taken a stance and says we're, we've had it with um, the way people are, our big companies are abusing users' privacy, um, which seems a little hypocritical <laughs> coming from a company like Apple. But um, they basically said, hey, if any, if any, any apps that run on our iOS platform, so that is obviously going to be their their iPhones iPads, Macs, anything with a with an iOS operating system, mm-hmm. uh, we are going to change the way you are allowed to share data. And the, essentially, what they're saying is, you can no longer identify individuals and personalize their marketing. Facebook, uh, Facebook has become the best advertising media on the planet because of their ability to target users and show personalized ads. Um, they call it kind of one-to-one or person-to-person marketing. It's, it's why when you look at your Facebook newsfeed, the ads are so relevant. Uh, you see very irrelevant ads these days, meaning it's, it's not something out of left field. It's something that matters to you. And that's mm-hmm. because Facebook has become really good over the years at identifying who you are, what you like, uh, what you respond to and catering the advertising so that it doesn't dis- discourage your experience on Facebook. And what what Apple is proposing and and when they roll out iOS 14.5, uh, which they said is happening anytime now, um, they are going to take the ability away for you to to as an advertiser have a feedback loop with Facebook to identify who's actually buying your products. And what it's going to do is it's going to greatly affect the way that you are able now to target. Uh, Facebook was so alarmed at this and has been so alarmed. They took out full page ads in major newspapers, including the Wall Street Journal, and basically went in a full PR blitz against Apple, basically telling users, hey, um, you're going to be looking at your Facebook newsfeed and you're going to see a bunch of ads that aren't relevant to you and you don't want that. <laughs> and so they, they've tried to fight this in the press. Apple hasn't budged. In fact, Apple hasn't said anything about this since they made the announcement. Um, so Facebook users, uh, Facebook advertisers rather, have been scrambling now for a couple months in regards to uh, major changes Facebook is making to their platform and it's definitely something that is going to affect how we advertise moving forward. Mm-hmm. It's it's also in line with what Google earlier already announced, right? So that it's it's going to ban third-party cookies, and uh, that's probably going to happen somewhere the next month as well. So that's that's kind of in line with what we're seeing here. But with, given the fact that Apple has announced it, um, that it's not going to be able to track personal uh, personal stuff, so to say, so they're gonna, as they right. claim, protect your privacy. Um, as Apple, that's not only gonna affect Facebook, right? So it's gonna <laughs> affect right. all the apps that you have on your iPhone, and a lot of programmatic advertising is gonna be affected as well. Is that is that correct? 
That is absolutely correct, Elias. The, this Facebook is probably the most visible person, uh, visible entity that's going to be affected. But essentially, the platform is changing, and any anyone that does that type of tracking is going to lose that ability. Essentially, what Apple is requiring is is its um, advertisers to uh, send anonymous data at random times and basically aggregate the data together so that it can't pick out individuals in there. And what that's going to do is it, it's still going to give you kind of an accurate total in terms of like purchases or leads that you're tracking. But what the, really the heinous thing here for us advertisers is that we're going, we're going to be unable to give proper feedback back to Facebook to say that, hey, Elias clicked on one of my ads and ended up buying, and this is the type of person that I want you to go find more of. Uh, that feedback loop is going to be short-circuited. And the thing that has made Facebook so powerful is that the, the ability to not just track, but create feedback loops for its algorithm, its, its artificial intelligence to go find more people that are like ones that are buying. Um, it's what's made Facebook so powerful. When you short when you short circuit that feedback loop, what you're essentially doing is is not giving enough data points to that optimizer. The AI is not going to be able to identify the right type of prospects for you, and your lookalike audiences are essentially going to suffer. And you're not going to be able to um, be be able to target the right people anymore. And it's going to look like you're wasting a lot of advertising. Essentially, we're moving back um, about seven years in terms of where we were um, in regards to how we approach advertising. So um, there's a number of things that we can do to kind of combat this, um, but it's not going to be businesses as, us as usual. And I, and I can go through some of those things. I think it would be yeah. useful for your listeners, Elias. Absolutely. So you're already mentioning the effect it's going to have on lookalike audiences. Mm -hmm. uh, is it also going to affect your custom audiences? Yeah. So your, your website custom audiences are going to be affected. Those You're not going to be able to build those audiences as accurately or as robustly as before. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, one of the things that I, I'm telling people, and I talk about this in the book. Tell us is, what we can do because yeah. we know what we can do, Bob. Yeah. So the very first thing that I, that I want everybody to do is make sure that you've gone in uh, to your account and verified your domain. Um, you want to associate your, your domain with your business manager. And um, there, there's a lot of tutorials how to do this, but you you first want to make sure that your domain is verified. And then the next thing you're going to do is you're going to assign up to eight events um, for your domain. And you're going to pick eight events that are important to you. It might be purchases. It might be leads. Um, what you're trying to do is give Facebook an idea of what things you want to optimize on. And you're given a maximum of eight. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people run things called custom conversions, and they have a number of things they optimize on. Um, they're going to have to choose the top eight. And so some people that have more than eight events are, are definitely going to be affected by this. But those are two things you want to do right away. The third thing that I suggest everyone do is if you are used to using the Pixel as a piece of JavaScript, and I don't want to get too technical here, but most people are using the Pixel and in a very basic way um, by inserting some code on their website. 
Um, if you're using uh, software like Shopify or WordPress, um, what I want you to do is upgrade your connection to use what's called the conversion API. So Facebook has set up a server to server tracking solution, which is going to uh, resolve some of these issues that iOS 14 is, is, is presenting to us. Um, when the servers talk, it allows some of these feedback loops to be repaired. So conversion API, uh, it's as simple as installing the current version of the plugin in WordPress. Mm -hmm. uh, companies like Shopify and others, Salesforce, I believe, have this integrated. You just need to upgrade your connection and make sure that you're using that. Um, those are the technical things that everybody should have already done. If you haven't done it already, I would do it soon. Um, Facebook's been warning us for, for, for weeks to, to do this, but these are things that you should do. Uh, it's not going to totally eliminate the problem, but it's going to at least um, provide some, uh, it's going to provide a little bit more accurate connections so that those feedback loops aren't completely broken. Okie doke. So those technical, uh, basically changes you can, you can make to your, website to your campaigns, et cetera. But obviously there's also going to be needed some strategical changes. Yes. So what kind of strategical advice would you have for Facebook advertisers that are affected by maybe not only iOS 14, but possibly also by the Google ban of third-party cookies? Yeah. So we, we just have to, we have to have this mindset of what we have, we're not going to abandon the media, all right? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, dwelling here on Facebook, Facebook is not going away. Facebook is not going to suddenly be a place where people escape um, and try to... You, you, this problem permeates all kinds of platforms, as you say. So mm -hmm. advertisers should not be running away from Facebook. But what they should be thinking about is, all right, I'm going to have to work a little harder, all right? Um one of the things that's completely unaffected by this is, you know, I said website custom audiences are affected because that's an off Facebook um, tracking, but in Facebook activity is unaffected entirely. So video custom audiences, um, lead form activities, um, instant experiences, any, any actions that happen within the Facebook universe uh, are completely unaffected. So in the book, I talk about a deep funnel marketing strategy and using video, um, the video strategy, completely unaffected by this. We can still run videos in the newsfeed, um, in the audience network and other places that Facebook will still be able to track how many people watch the video, how much of the video do they watch. So one of the strategies I talk about is running a video in the newsfeed and retargeting people that watch 75% or more of that video completely unaffected by these changes. So this strategy of prospecting and getting attention of people can still be done using the video strategy that I outline in the book. Um, lead forms, if, if you've ever done uh, the lead form objective where you basically get people to opt into something right on Facebook, completely unaffected. Uh, so you'll still be able to identify people that filled in the forms, people that abandoned the forms, just like you would on a, on a landing page. Mm -hmm. um, instant experiences is something else. Um, anything you interact with that, uh, it's kind of a website within Facebook is a good way to think about it. 
all that's completely unaffected. So we're very bullish on using in-app Facebook strategies to essentially build our audiences and both prospect and nurture and close uh, prospects based on where they are in the customer journey. That's a great way of looking at it. So what you're basically saying here that it it is going to affect your advertising strategy, but it's not the end of the world. You just have no, to, certainly not. You have to be clever. You have to adopt the right strategies. And you're writing a lot about that in the book, uh, like the deep funnel marketing strategies using video that you refer to. That's all written in your book. So go go ahead, go find that book. Um, that's 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 some great advice that you're sharing there, Bob. Because you know as it's usually communicated and as it's communicated online a lot at the moment, it seems like it's the end of the world. So sure. Guys, it's, it's, it is not, you know, there is plenty of solutions possible, you know, but you have to be creative and you have to think about your strategy if you haven't already, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, here's another thing, uh, which is kind of interesting is there's a renewed emphasis now on getting people's email addresses. Um, it got really easy to be able to rely on the pixel to allow us to stay in contact with somebody if they mm-hmm. went to a landing page and didn't fill out a, an opt-in form. Well, now there's kind of a renewed emphasis on that. Um, one of the things I'm encouraging my coaching students and my clients to do is let's let's get back to pre-2015 and say, hey, let's make a renewed emphasis to to go after and prospect people on Facebook, but make it an emphasis to get their email address and move them to a different media. Um, you know, obviously there's issues with email marketing, but certainly we don't want to just rely on the fact that, hey, you know, maybe the pixel will work for this person, maybe it won't. Uh, we want to be able to market to them in multiple ways. And one of the best ways continues to be email. Absolutely. So, you know, we're making some renewed emphasis with with our clients and our students to like, hey, let's let's think about creating lead magnets again and um, opting in for videos and, you know, all those things that we've kind of learned um, early, early in the century about digital marketing are essentially coming back as really, really critical now. And one of the things I always keep telling customers that are using Facebook and brands that build their brand completely on Facebook, don't don't build your house on rented land, which Facebook <laughs> actually is, right? So, right. yeah, you, and I'm, I'm a complete fan of Facebook and Facebook advertising. I love Instagram. I love the way you can target, but you, you have to keep in mind that it's rented land and you don't want to build your brand there because if something like this, like Apple, something that you, Apple is changing the rules of the game without you having any way of having effect on that. You know, you have to keep in mind that um, having those email addresses, as you refer to, uh, having your own channels at hand always keeps very important. You cannot build your house on rented land. I can't say it enough. And um, actually, that's that's uh, that's a, some great advice that you, you have shared here. Um, Bob, I, I wanted to uh, emphasize on uh, the changes of iOS 14 in this podcast. Is there something you would 
uh, like to share with the audience that we haven't covered here? Or maybe you want to share something, uh, some tips from the book that, that sure. we should uh, emphasize on here. So uh, the floor is yours. Yeah, I think I, I I think the mood around advertisers right now, no matter if they're Facebook advertisers or or even Google advertisers, is there's a kind of a sense of um, exasperation a little bit, um, frustration, and and I get it. I I think when when things become too easy, you you kind of get really relaxed in in your in your effort and your strategy. Um, I, I want to encourage people to, to kind of take a look at that and say, well, if other advertisers are going to throw in the towel, that's good news for me. Um, good marketing and good advertising are not going away. Um, there is so much at stake for a company like Facebook and a company like Google and even a company like Apple to basically play together. Um, their, their very lives depend on it, right? Um, the shareholders that uh, demand profits um, rely on it. So they're not going away. Um, there, there are going to be tools that are developed that we can use and things and, and so forth. But ultimately, what you and I know, we've been in this long enough that good marketing essentially still comes down to a really good product or service and a really good offer. And I don't want to see uh, anybody who's listening to this podcast, anybody who reads my book or, or comes across any other type of information, focus too much on the mechanics of advertising. What, what I have learned in my career is that 80% of the results come from the creative. And, and Facebook, by their own admission, um, kind of shares this, not really overtly, but it's the creative that really makes or breaks your ad. And so rather than focus too much on the mechanics of things, spend more of your time, spend, you know, if you're to break it up in days, you know, I'd spend maybe one and a half days working on structures of my Facebook campaigns and the other three and a half days really focusing on the creative. It's the creative and offers that really get people to move. Um, good advertising, good creative is memorable. Uh, it moves people to action. There's emotion, there's story. Um, spend your time becoming really good at creative. Spend your time at learning how to do copy. Spend your time looking, at, you know, learning how to make great video. That's how you win in this game. And that is not going to change. It's just that we're really distracted now by some of the mechanics of advertising. But ultimately, it really comes down to becoming a student of great creative and learning to produce better and better creative as you as you. Work, you know, work through your business and work through your career. The only thing I can say here, uh, Bob, is amen. You know, <laughs> this, is, this is what it's all about. So, yeah. thank you, thank you very much for being on the podcast. So, for the audience, the the fourth edition of the Ultimate Guide to Facebook Advertising by Bob is uh, out there. Go get it. Go uh, grab that advice. Yeah, and- actually, Elias, I have a website set up for people I, I forgot to mention early on. It's called ultimatefb.com. And what I've got there is obviously a link to the book itself, but I've got interviews with some of the authors that helped me put the book together. So I had obviously Perry Marshall um, contributed to the book, um, Brian Kurtz, uh, Ryan Dice, uh, Molly Pittman, 
um, some really great people that have contributed to the book. And I, I've got interviews with a number of those people that helped me uh, by contributing content to the book. So um, I want to give people a chance to not only get the book, but here's some really cool insights from people that are really, really smart. Um, and I'm just really honored that helped contribute to the book. So they can find that over at ultimatefb.com. Everything there is free. Uh, would love to have them uh, access that and enjoy some of those interviews. I'll put it in the show notes. I'll put that link, ultimatefb.com, in the show notes. So for listeners that are driving at the moment, keep on driving. <laughs> don't, don't, don't grab for a paper or uh, grab your iPhone or whatsoever. I'll put it in the show notes and you'll be able to, uh, to go to that, uh, that uh, link. Um, Bob, it was a pleasure having you. Uh, probably we're going to have you back in the near future because this this area is changing so fast that we could talk about this forever and every every month again. So thank you very much, Paul. Oh, so good to meet with a fellow Dutch brother and uh, look forward to chatting with you again, Elias. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform or iTunes. Also, if you want to be a guest or know someone that should be a guest to our show, shoot me an email on e.crum at marketingguys.nl. Thank you for listening.